baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Now it's time for three good things. One, two, three. Tell me something good. How about three good things within three good things? I discovered this week there's an exercise called Three Good Things created by Martin Seligman, the so-called father of modern positive psychology. The idea is to think right before you go to bed of three good things that happened during your day. The three good things exercise works because you pay more attention to things you normally don't pay attention to. The way we're wired is when things go well, we forget them. When things go badly, we remember them. That's the reason that you need an exercise to concentrate and attend to what's going well in your life. The more you attend to the things that are going well in your life, the more positive emotion. Yeah, he sounds like one of those tapes. But in this case, it's free and not a bad idea. I think I'll try it. I love striking up conversations with total strangers. I met a guy this week who, in the 90s, was a bit actor in Hollywood. I could tell by the way he spoke. And we talked about all kinds of things, specifically accents. We bonded over our ears. Actors and radio professionals have that in common. Ears. In both cases, listening is far more important than talking, despite what you might think. So he told me people always ask him if he's from New York City. He says, no, I'm from North St. Louis. And he said, the vocal energy in both places comes from the front of the mouth. I was like, what? He said, people from South St. Louis or Boston, for example, speak from the back of their mouths. I've never heard this before. Then he nailed Joe Pesci from that famous Goodfellas scene. I mean, he nailed it. <laughs> what do you mean I'm funny? <laughs> it's, it's funny, you know. You're, it's a good story. It's funny. You're a funny guy. <laughs> what do you mean? You mean the way I talk? It's just, you know, you, it's, you're just funny. It's, you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how? I mean, what's funny about it? You know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> You mean, so? let me understand this, because I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you? You hear that? I amuse you, front of the mouth. When I learned German, my teacher was from Hanover, Germany, which is the gold standard of perfect German. Ich möchte tanzen gehen. See if you can get that one. But when I went to Germany and I wasn't in Hanover, I could barely keep up. It's like learning Boston English and then visiting New Orleans. But that's the beauty of language. Just because you learn one doesn't mean you get the dialects. But I love spotting them. Pittsburgh, for example. There's even a video for that. Your classic ow sound goes to an ah. So downtown becomes downtown. That's a classic Pittsburgh ease. Downtown, going downtown. And there's another one. Going, oh sound, uh, turns more into a going, going downtown. Even in St. Louis, a very centrist accent Think about Phyllis Smith from The Office. There are certain words. If it makes you feel any better, I never had an orgasm until I was 42. And then when I did, 
It lasted till I was 44. She was clearly coached out of it a little bit, but you can hear the St. Louis in the fatty. So I called my grandmother yesterday. She just turned 99 and a half. She said at the doctor's office last week, the doctor asked her if his adult daughter could come say hello. She's like, okay. The woman comes in and says, I've never met anyone who's 99. I asked my grandma a question. So what do you do with your time? What do you like to do? It's not what I like to do. It's what I have to do. I do outside work. I do inside work. I go shopping. At least now I have somebody uh, plow the driveway. So I just have to do a little bit in front of the garage door, then the sidewalk. Sometimes that's deep. Sometimes it's up to my knees. (laughs) You're still shoveling snow? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. She's 99 and a half and shoveling snow. Yeah, but 99 and a half won't do. That's three good things. Here I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.